0: Back when we were running from saber toothed tigers and our body would release those stress hormones, it would be to keep us safe. And so the last thing we wanna do, like our mind and body wants to do when we are in danger, is sleep, which is why that, that cycle continues on and on. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, Supermoms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your Supermom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes, and be there at the live recordings of this podcast. Come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today, we are talking about stress, less stress, and better rest. Um, Before we jump in to today's topic, I wanted to share with you something that I heard this morning that I feel, it it was a very interesting fact and it just got me thinking um as i prepare for the upcoming stress masterclass i've been um just researching and learning a lot about um how stress is affecting moms moms specifically but i also have been like you know i always have like a few different things going on at one time and so i'm listening on audiobook essentialism can't even think of who wrote the book. I forget. But I'm listening it through audiobook. I think it's, well, I don't want to mess it up, but I, I'm thinking it's Greg McK- McKellen. I'm not sure. I'll put it in the comments. I'll look it up afterwards. Or if you jump on and you're watching this and you've read the book, or you want to just quick Google it and throw it in the comments, that would be awesome too. But anyway, so I'm reading this, I'm reading this book, well, reading it through audio. And this morning, as I was driving my kids home from, or dropping my kids off, at school on the way home I was listening to the book and he he said something that was so interesting so the word priority at, came to the English language he said around like 1400 1500 I forget the exact date and it wasn't until 1900 that it was pluralized right meaning that before that priority was like what is most important the single it was like singular like what is the single most important thing in your life and then around the 1900s it got pluralized meaning that there could be more than one priority so priorities and with that right like these days we talk about organizing your priorities or sorting your priorities or get your priorities straight right But it never was meant to be that way. We were meant to have one priority. And when we try to have too many different priorities, we end up giving just, you know, we have to divide our energy and our time in order to focus on all of that instead of bringing it back in having a single priority and in that way giving all of your effort and all of your energy to that one priority or at least the majority of your effort of your efforts and energy to that priority and making more progress and so i just thought that was a really interesting um fact and thought i'd want to, i wanted to share that with you because i know these days we are so stressed out trying to you know take care of all of that we think is is our priorities and i want to challenge you to instead of you know trying to focus on all of your priorities instead decide on what is most important and that can guide you that can guide your schedule you know if you are if you have a priority and your schedule is focused on doing all of these other little things then it's not aligning with that priority and the priority is going to be based on what do you value most what's most important and so i challenge you just to take a look and ask yourself you know what what are you going to prioritize today what is your single priority for today and work from there Work from that place instead of dividing your energy, dividing your time to all the little things. Um, my husband the other day, he's he's been listening to some audio books on the way to, he travels a lot for work. And so he's been listening to some audiobooks And you know the jar analogy? It was funny because he had never heard of that. And it was something that was so basic to me that I, you know, I, I always... I'm finding that a lot, like things that I feel like everybody knows this, that it, it may not be so. So the, the thing about the jar is, I forget how the story wins. like some professor gets in the front of the class and he holds up a jar and he, he fills it with um, rocks and he asks the class, is this jar full? And the class of course says, yeah, because it is, it's full of, of rocks. And um, says, so you know, and so then he puts sand in the, with the rocks and he says, is this jar full? He pours like a thing of sand and now it's rocks and like gravel or sand or whatever. Ask the class, is this jar full? And the class says, yeah. And then the professor gets a pitcher of water and pours the water into the jar and of course you know the water flows and fills in all of those gaps and spaces in between the gravel and the sand or the sand and the big rocks and then ask the class is this jar full and of course the the point is is you know we need to make sure that we are putting in our our priorities first like what is most important and taking care of that first and then we'll have space for all of that little all the little things right like the, as represented by the sand and the water. But if you were to fill that jar with water first, of course, when you go to focus on like what's most important, you're not going to have any room because it's just going to overflow. And so we want to make sure that we're putting in our rocks first, that we're paying attention to our rocks. And, and of course, Moms Without Capes is all about making sure that you are one of those rocks. You are prioritizing yourself and making sure that you're taking care of yourself. Because you need to build that strong foundation in order to be able to take care of everything else, in order to be able to take care of your priorities. And I'm going to say it in the plural, right? I know, like, hey, we have it. It's been since the 1900s. So I'm able to, but I I do want to challenge you to make sure that you are focusing on those bigger items and not filling your schedule or your day with all of those little things. And as moms, we tend to get captured, we tend to get caught up in putting out all the fires and making sure that we are taking care of everything and everyone. And a lot of times that's why you, at the end of the day, feel overwhelmed, like feel exhausted, feel like there's nothing that has been accomplished. Um, so just I just wanted to share that with you because I thought it was an interesting fact. All right, so let's get into it. And it does have to do with stress because when you are stretched out too thin, that's when you feel more stress. I want to share with you a bit about the cycle of stress and how it, the cycle of stress and sleep and how one, how they're both connected. So when you're feeling stress, right? Like the pressure and the daily demands of the, of like deadlines and um, just feeling like you have to be doing so much stuff, right? when you're feeling that stress that leads you to feeling like to experiencing worry and anxiety having those anxious thoughts and that's going to lead to sleeplessness right especially if you're up at night and those thoughts are racing through your mind and you're struggling to close your eyes and put your mind to rest so that you can fall asleep so it leads to an inability to rest, which then leads to a lower ability to cope with the stress. Now you may have seen, you know, at first when you don't sleep at night, um, with thoughts racing through your mind, the next day you struggle to like concentrate, make decisions, um, basically just to function. And that's also, you know, When you're still experiencing that same amount of stress, you may be more irritable, more grumpy, more um, just overall like fatigue and tired and not able to cope with the stress of life. And then that, of course, leads to more stress, more experiences of stress, which will start the cycle all over. And so I want to make sure that you're aware of like that the cycle exists and that our goal is to interrupt that cycle by increasing the resources, like increasing your ability to cope with stress, but then also decreasing the triggers like the the triggers to stress. And as I, if you've been following me for a while, you know that um, it's not the situation itself that's creating the stress. It's how you perceive the situation, what your thoughts are about the situation, which are of course based on the beliefs you hold about yourself, others, and the world. And so we wanna change, we wanna get at those thoughts that you're having that's creating that stress, right? It could be some unrealistic expectations that you're holding that cause that stress to increase. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. Now, when you're experiencing stress, Physiological and psychologically, your body goes into like the fight, flight, fight, flight, flee, or, or fawn. That's like the stress response, right? And when you're experiencing chronic stress, like when you're trapped in the cycle and there are things going on in your life, right? Like that stretch too thin, doing too much. That is when you enter into like you're experiencing chronic stress and now your body will be releasing these hormones that are connected with like the stress response and they it never gets a chance to subside like those hormones never get a chance to subside and so the hormones are released and released and released and because your body can't keep up. You get a lot of those physiological symptoms that are related to stress and such things as like, I mean, there have been diseases that are related to too much stress, the mood changes, the weight weight gain or the inability to, to, you know, keep a healthy weight, depression, anxiety, like mental health disorders. There have been a lot of diseases, disorders and ailments that have that are directly related and indirectly related to experiencing chronic stress. And so that's why it's so important to be able to manage, reduce and take control of the stress that you're experiencing. Your body can't relax, right? Which is why that cycle perpetuates because your body can't relax. It doesn't want to sleep. Evolutionary, like back when we were running from saber tooth tigers and our body would release those stress hormones, it would be to keep us safe. And so the last thing we want to do, like our mind and body wants to do when we are in danger is sleep, which is why that that cycle continues on and on is because we can't relax. Our body's continually releasing those hormones. So what are we stressed about? Super moms are stressed about a lot, right? Like we, besides being like overextended, thinking like we have to do everything and we have our days packed full, we can't relax, right? I, I remember for years, like I would look at my husband and he would be like relaxing on the couch, like watching a football game. And I would feel so much resentment and so much like like almost jealousy. Like, how is he able to relax when like we have this house to clean and the floor to vacuum? And like I remember feeling so resentful, resentful about that. But it was because I myself was I was stressing myself out, like I was standing in my own way. And I had to start looking at what am I, you know, what are those unrealistic expectations that I'm holding? that I need to let go. The perfectionism, the people pleasing, right? Those are those patterns that I was caught in and it kept me stressed, super stressed. And I'm not saying that I don't feel stressed out nowadays. I do. There are days that I'm like, what the heck, like, I, you know, but I have learned methods to cope with that. And one method is what I'm gonna teach you today, how to cope with stress. Just a single technique. If you are interested in learning more, definitely sign up to come to the Stress Less Supermom Masterclass. It's happening on March 15th. And we are going to dive into more techniques and practices that are going to help you reduce and manage your stress. But I was standing in my own way. I was I couldn't see like past those patterns, those thinking patterns that I was, that I was constantly having and it created, it, it caused me to be stuck in that cycle. And so that is my hope for you. My goal for today is to help you realize that you are in control. I've said this before, you're hundred percent responsible for your own life and you are in control, but it is up to you to take action, to reduce and manage the stress in your life. And when I am feeling stressed out these days, I have some coping skills that I've developed that I am able to step back and see, you know, what, what can I change? What do I have control of? And it might be redoing my schedule or um, stepping away, taking that break, you know, making sure that I am engaging in daily self-care so that I can get myself back into a space, like a good space, The decisions, right, we're faced with so many different choices nowadays, and those choices can contribute us to experience decision fatigue, (coughs) which is why at the end of the day, all you may want to do is just zone out and you don't have that energy to do much else because it could be simply just making those decisions during the day, whether like the decisions of what to wear What to dress your kids in, what to feed your kids, you know, what's for dinner. Um, Like, all of these little decisions are happening during the day. Well, by the end of the day, you're exhausted. Like, just the demands of, like, caring. You know, as moms, we are, we have a lot of um, stressful situations that come to us that happen each day. Just because we are, you know, there's demands of... Of, of everyone depending on us and so it's important to keep yourself in check and make sure that you are paying attention to yourself so that you don't get overwhelmed by those demands and that's why a lot of moms lose themselves because we're so busy like we sacrifice ourselves for everyone else and so it's important To get back on that road of discovering who you are and then falling in love with yourself, right? Learning, taking the steps to treat yourself with more compassion and grace. Busyness and overworking, whether I'm not, you know, I say overworking, but not like necessarily in a career or outside of just work, you know, keeping up the household. And of course, if you are working outside, like all of this, it can trigger that the stress hormones and impede on the amount of sleep that you get. Now, I'm going to teach you a te- technique today called rest, right? Which is it's it's ironic, I guess that um, I guess it's not ironic. It makes sense. It makes sense that the technique that you're going to that you can use to combat stress, or to counteract stress, is the acronym, R-E-S-T. And so the R in rest, stands for relax. And this is, this means that you actually step back. When you are starting to experience stress, like you feel those signs, you feel the irritability, the, the mood change, or even a potentially stressful event something that has happened before that you know you know was a trigger for you so you know that you're going to be facing this again you know it could be like your kids fighting for me that's very stressful like i just want to just freak out and scream and but i know that that's not the best that's not the answer for any of it right that's just gonna make things escalate even more so If your kids are fighting, okay, so if that's stressful to you, because it definitely is for me, the first step would be to relax, to just pause and take a moment to just step back. I mean, you probably won't be able to like unwind and like go take a nap or like go do something, but just the, just the act of just stepping back. Maybe you do have to leave the room to do this, but intentionally Stepping away from the situation and calming yourself down is the first step in in dealing with the stressful situation. The next one is evaluate. And evaluate is where you ask yourself what's happening with yourself, like what's happening physically, mentally, emotionally, what can you control? What can you control either about the situation or about your response to the situation? So once you've relaxed and paused and stepped back, then you're going to evaluate. I want you to check in with yourself. Like, what are you feeling? And we do not do this as often as we need to do. Simply putting a word to how you're feeling can be helpful. And we tend to gravitate towards just a handful of feeling words. You know, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, I am happy, sad, excited, like whatever that is, right? So I want you to extend your vocabulary. One way to do this is to simply Google a list of feeling words. You're going to get a list of words like you would in a creative writing class and start getting familiar with more feeling words. So that way you can actually pinpoint the feeling that you are experiencing, that you're having when you step back and evaluate the situation. So once you evaluate that situation and you see like, okay, well, what am I feeling? What what am I, what am are my thoughts that are contributing to those feelings? What can I control? You know, what's out of my control and the next step would be to set an intention. so you've got relax evaluate set an intention the res decide what the next step of action will be and focus on just that one thing so there's likely different actions that you can take that will lead to different outcomes or lead to potential like different potential outcomes so at this point you want to set an intention you want to what will help you recenter or, com- or best communicate your needs? Taking this moment to actually reflect and evaluate and make sure that you are focusing only on one thing is going to ground you. And then finally, the T is to take action. Take action now that you have awareness. You can proceed mindfully with the next step. Use your awareness to put your intention in motion. So there you have it. You have the R, relax, E, evaluation, S, set an intention, and T take action. When you are faced with a potentially stressful situation, these are the four steps, and they can only, they only take a minute. And for you to recenter yourself, check in with yourself, and then take action to de-escalate that stressful situation and to get yourself in the right frame of mind to be able to cope with it effectively. Now, it takes courage. Being able to rest, as we just talked about, Takes courage, because we are, we have. You know, it's so difficult to to take that pause. We're so quick to react that in order to do things differently, in order to respond to those everyday pressures, and to give ourselves permission to not react but simply to respond. It takes courage because it's something that we're not used to doing. It's something that's different than what we've normally been doing. It's challenging those beliefs that you hold or that have been deeply ingrained in you to be able to feel something different and to take, take action differently. So if you are not, if you want to learn more techniques about how to deal with the stress in your life I invite you to sign up for the Stressless Supermom Masterclass happening March fifteenth, and it is a paid masterclass. So this time it's not free, but it it will be so valuable and it's specifically made for super moms. So moms that are overextended, pulled in a gazillion different directions, we're gonna I'm gonna help you reduce and manage your stressors. It's momswiththatcapes backslash stress dash less. I'll put it in the comments. It'll also be in the show notes. If you're listening to this through the, through the podcast, but check it out. Let me know what you think. And I hope to see you on March 15th. All right. Take care everyone. Have a great weekend and I will see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the moms without case podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.